Good morning. We begin with breaking news. A light plane has crashed on Queensland's Sunshine Coast. Two people have been rescued. Let's go to reporter Samantha Heathwood. She has the story for us. Sam, what do we know so far? Good morning, Sally. Well, we understand the plane left from Maroochydore Airport this morning on its way to Pago Pago in Samoa. Now, it ran into issues shortly after takeoff, ditching into the ocean shortly before 9am. Two people were spotted alive in life rafts in the water near the crash site. Now, they've been taken to the Sunshine Coast University Hospital by rescue chopper. And we're waiting for an update on their condition. It's believed crew on board a nearby Royal Flying Doctors service plane actually watched the stricken aircraft craft ditch into the water and kept monitoring until the helicopter arrived. Now, water police are heading to the wreckage as we speak to start their investigation. Sally? Samantha Heathwood reporting live for us there with our breaking news this morning. A 26-year-old man has appeared in court this morning, charged over a series of shootings on the New South Wales mid-north coast. The crime spree began with the shooting of a male driver on the M1 motorway at Coopernook, followed by several other incidents. Andrew Denny reports from Kempsey Court. Well, police have had a busy night trying to piece together the chain of events that led to yesterday's terrifying shooting spree that stretched right across the mid-north coast. Two men were eventually arrested in dramatic scenes, hiding in scrub next to the Maclay River at Kempsey. We can now reveal the identities of those men. They are 26-year-old Corey Glass and 32-year-old Tyrone Russell. They are both from Victoria. Glass has faced court here this morning on three counts of discharging a firearm with intent to cause grievous bodily harm and three counts of shooting in a public place. His matter was adjourned as he stayed in the cells. No charges yet for Russell, but the court was told the homicide squad is on their way to interview him. Police applying to have forensic procedures performed on both of them to test for drugs. Will your client be fighting the allegations? It's too early to tell. We have to see the evidence, but I'm not instructed to speak to the media. Has your client said anything about what happened? I can't comment. Now, police allege this pair were at the centre of yesterday's terrifying events along the M1 that saw the occupants of a Mercedes ute shooting at multiple vehicles, including a police car. One person was injured, grazed by a bullet, and a man's body was also found at one of the crime scenes. Police suspect... He may have been an associate of these men. That investigation, though, into how he was killed is still very much underway. We will bring you further updates on these developments today at court as they happen here on 7 News. Optus is in crisis mode this morning, offering free data to its customers and dismissing growing calls to compensate the many millions of people impacted by the telecommunication blackout. Live to political reporter Isabel Mullen this morning. Hello to you, Izzy. Uh, Optus could be forced to compensate customers here. Yes, Ali, good morning. The industry ombudsman says she is prepared to force the telco to make large compensation payments. It means businesses impacted by the outage could get payouts of up to $100,000, individuals $1,500. Optus has dismissed calls for compensation so far, instead offering 200 gigabytes of free data to eligible customers, while prepaid customers are promised free data on weekends. From Monday, that data will be become available and customers will have until the end of the year to use it. There is no information though on what the criteria is to actually be eligible. The Greens have labelled this a PR stunt while businesses tell us this is not what they need. We lost dollars. We didn't lose data. 
I have enough data already. I would certainly encourage anyone that has had a financial loss because of this to approach Optus and if they don't get any uh, joy from there to approach the telecommunications ombudsman. Optus CEO Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin will have to front both a Senate inquiry and a government hearing. Dates for both the inquiry and that hearing haven't yet been set. Sally. All right, thanks very much, Izzy. It's been confirmed 92 immigration detainees will be released into the community after a landmark High Court ruling found Australia's indefinite detention policy was unlawful. The group, including asylum seekers and stateless people, will be granted visas and set free as early as today. Some have serious criminal convictions and the opposition wants them monitored. That could include, for example, as we do when it relates to terrorism, measures to manage these people in the community like an extended supervision order or a control order. But the government doesn't appear to have even thought about these lawful options. The Immigration Minister says the government is working with authorities to ensure community safety.